Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here, but here we go. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Break layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Oh, it's been a minute since I did that. I'm going to do it again. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amon Hawkins. Appreciate you for rocking out with me. This is a Twitter Spaces live episode. So if you wasn't here live, you getting the recorded version. But if you here live, you getting the live, and you'll probably get the recorded version later. You know, this is Thursday, August the 17th. It marked the last day of fall camp, I believe, for the Cavaliers. If I'm not mistaken, this is the last day of fall camp, last practice. I think, I think I'm correct. But before we get started, salute to the sponsors. Salute to Aber Insurance. Go to aberinsurance.net for all your insurance needs. Home, business, auto, life insurance, the great people at able insurance and make sure you follow the ball hawk show on believe network that's b l e a v network search the ball hawk show make sure you tap in as they have allowed me to what they partnered with me ain't no allowing they partner damn it it's a partnership of utilizing both platforms to merge because i am my own damn machine don't y'all forget that. All right, I'm a machine, Jack. I'll go back to selling out the trunk. I ain't got no problem being Master P. All right? So we talking about the Wahoos, man. The Wahoos 2023 season. Going to recap some fall camp. My thoughts on each position. Yes, I don't know about offensive line because I, I I stay away from the big ugly because I didn't play offensive line. The big uglies don't really like you talking about them. So some big uglies join. Um, the Twitter space. No, Stefan, you are not getting the mic. If some big uglies want to join the Twitter space, they can do that. But I will be talking about the quarterback position. Everybody want to talk about the quarterback position, receivers, running backs, defensive backs, of course, linebackers, defensive line. And then we're going to get to the schedule and we damn sure going to talk about this disrespect that everybody been doing. Disrespecting the hell out of the who's like, when did that become cool? Huh? In my Dick Gregory voice. Huh? When did it become cool to just diss the who's like this, man? Like, y'all think we won't get get active in our khakis and stuff? Like, we'll get active. Uh, y'all know you said we drinking Zimas. That's okay. We'll get we'll get active with these Zimas. Okay? We'll be a gentleman while we're doing it, too. So, fall camp, man. So, here's my thoughts from fall camp. So recapping last season, in a sense, um, a lot of question marks, right? So we lost Brendan Armstrong. Brendan Armstrong graduated and is now transferred to NC State. 
best of luck to Brendan Armstrong. And then we get a guy named Tony Musket joins the crew. And um, people are wondering what they're going to see from Tony Musket or just the offense in general. Because last year the offense was, mm, Petty Hawk, you want to say what the offense was? Yes, the offense was trash can juice according to expectations, okay? I ain't saying it was trash can juice, but the outcome was trash can juice. They ain't trash can juice. You got dudes in the NFL. You got NFL caliber players, so they ain't trash can. But the results was trash can juice. Is that good enough for you, Ball Hawk? Yes, that was good. So the offense struggled last season. Was it the scheme? Was it the players? What was it? I don't know. Hey, your guess is as good as mine's, but I know it don't help when protection is breaking down, reads ain't being made according to, you know, quarterback and the coaches. I ain't saying I said that. And then the elephant in the room dropping damn near 60 passes last year. 60. 60. And you had a dude write a column and said that Marcus Hagan should get fired because of that. I ain't going to say his name, but he would, that, if that ain't, boy, I threw shut the hell up juice at him. Like, I know y'all saw my first pitch. I was throwing a curve drop. I was, you know, I threw a curve and went into the dirt. Low and away. You know, when it's 0-2 pitch, you don't throw it across the plate. So y'all saw me throwing an 0-2 pitch when I threw out for the time socks. I just want to put that out there because some people are laughing at the pitch, but y'all ain't even understanding the situation. It's always context to the situation, okay? So when you see the video, it's an 0-2 pitch, low and away. I used to watch Greg Maddox and them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't beat Randy Johnson and Nolan Ryan throwing heat. But anyway, back to what I was saying. What the hell was I saying? Oh, talking about the offense. So, yeah. So, yeah, you got Tony Musket. Uh, my man OG who called him uh, Gunpowder. I call him um, One Shot because, you know, when you load the musket up, all you get is one shot and you got to reload it again. You know what I'm saying? So, and, I mean, I ain't going to lie to you, Tony. You probably only get one shot with the fan. Like, this fan base ain't patient with offensive coordinators and quarterbacks. Those two areas, offensive coordinator and quarterbacks, they not, no, they not patient. And then you got a young bull from Florida pushing you, Anthony Calandria from St. Petersburg, Lakewood High. Playmaker, running around, drawed up in the dirt, letting it fly. Old Tebow-esque type deal. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say Johnny Football. I saw the documentary. Hell no. I'll never say a kid is Johnny Football. That joker right there. If Look, sidebar, if they don't give Reggie Bush back his damn Heisman Trophy, Johnny lied to y'all face. Him and his homeboy lied. You lied in my funk master flex voice. And you mean to tell me Reggie can't keep his damn stuff and Johnny football got his? Johnny basically threw his middle finger up at y'all doing that documentary. Go on Netflix. Look at Johnny Manziel's documentary. I want to start a petition to give Reginald Bush back his damn trophy. Okay? Benefits is not pads out here. I mean, you take a couple of dollars. That ain't helping you play better. Okay? Now, back to what I was saying. So, the quarterback position, man, everybody, all eyes is on 11. Tony Musket, who was successful at Monmouth in his own right, throwing over 50 uh, touchdown passes in his career there. 
Um, he does. He he did have a seamless transition to the scheme, though, because like I like I've been saying on interviews, he's like a blank canvas. He's going to be very receptive to anything that coaches provide to them. This is like this is why you know when a CEO gets a job, they clean house because they want clean canvases. Not saying last year guys wasn't receptive to information, but you get what I'm saying. I always said it was it was difficult for the offense to really transition to Coach Kitchen's offense because they were so damn explosive the year before that you everybody know it when things ain't going right. It's like, man, last year we would have did this, or man, I wish we could just do this. Man, this is what I really want to do. You know what I'm saying? That that's what I'm saying. And for all the folks saying he should have just ran a now offense, go play Madden. No, I'm being serious. Go play Madden, right? Go find your playbook you like, and you could just master that playbook, right? And you kicking high pots. I'm talking about you balling. Like, you can't be stopped. And somebody say, all right, let's play random, and you got to play with the team's playbook. And then you get that playbook that you ain't never used before, and you try to run it. Even though, like, one of these Madden gurus saying that's, like, the best playbook in America, and you get that playbook, and, yeah, it got some cool plays. It got some money plays. But when it comes to situations, you don't really know what to run because you're not familiar with it. And that's how I correlate, like, Coach Kitchens when it comes to Anaz. Like, I ain't throwing no shot at you, Bob. But you throwing passes to linemen, though, when we need to play. It's amazing how everybody joked Dr. Bob for throwing a lineman. And all I heard last year when things weren't going right, man, you need to run coaching that offense with this offense. Y'all can't have it both ways. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Y'all was doing that. Y'all was being hypocrites. Y'all was dissing Bob and throwing to the tight ends and the decisions. Not the tight ends. I mean, look at that. Sh- I mean, the eligible linemen motioning away from the formation and the corner don't leave. Why we didn't have a check right now? You know what? I'm not going to rehash that. I'm not. Let's keep let's, let's keep it moving. Let's keep going. Running back position, man. Running back position. Got a lot of depth at running back. Mike Hollins, he looks really good. Kobe Pace from Clemson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know about P. Jones. PJ two, yeah. But the one running back I want to talk about. No, no, no. Petty Hawk want to talk about. Yes, I want to talk about this. Ball Hawk, let me talk about this run. This running back, and I gave him this nickname. This the running back y'all need to watch. He better get touches. God damn it, give him a scholarship. I'm talking about thirty four G G thirty four Jack Greasy. We call him G thirty four or thirty four G. Just put a four by the G with the three. That joker right there, every time you see him run the rock, if he with the ones, if he with the twos, if he going against the ones, if he going against the twos, it don't matter. G34, just find a way to get it done. I don't know how they're going to incorporate him into this mix because you got Xavier Brown as well. But Jack Greasy, give him a scholarship now, coach. If you got one, let me let me give it to him. Let me come out to the field. Let Petty Hawk come to the practice field or to the meeting room and give this man a scholarship ASAP. Because he just know how to find the crease. Ain't nothing fancy. Straight up and down, no special effects. And you better pack your lunch coming to hit him. Because he done, he done got faster too. I'm, I'm excited about that joker. 
I forgot about Cody also. Cody in the backfield as well. Amon Foster in the backfield as well. Like, we, we got some depth. We got some depth at running back. But Petty Hawk's favorite back is 34G, G34. Which one should it be? G34, 34G, or just, nah, we're going to come up with something. I, I like G34. Yeah. That joke is nice. Wide receiver position. Well, tight ends. We know why tight ends. We got Sackett Wood. We got Grant. Those been the two. You know, Sackett is just consistent, man. He's very consistent. And Grant has been to like seven damn camps in college. I think this is a, this is a six one. Probably a seven one. I'm going to go with six. I don't want to disrespect him like that. Receivers, here's a here's the thing about a receiver position, man. So Malachi Field is gonna be very good. She's gonna be very good. Now, this is barring injury off for everybody I'm talking about. This is barring no injuries. What I think. Malachi Fields gonna be very good. Very good. Like he another big six four, two fifteen, two twenty receiver that the long lineages of the John Fords and the Herman Moores and the Jermaine Crowells and the Billy McMullins, you get the drift. Just big body, get out my way, throw it up, I'm going to go pluck it, touchdown. And he do it, he not a diva, because y'all love to say receivers are divas. He ain't no damn diva. He get it out the mud, the old-fashioned way. If you want to request the mic, man, just hit hit the microphone if y'all want to talk. But I'm going to just keep going. Then we got JR. We saw he made a big play um, in the spring game. And when he got a chance to play last year, JR was nice, man. And he another 6'4 receiver from Brooklyn. Demeek Sterling, fastest dude on the field every time he on the field. It don't matter who we playing, he's going to be the fastest dude on the damn football field. Book it. Number six, Demeek Starlin. If, if you don't believe me, put your money up. He'll race anybody on y'all team, on your favorite team. If you're not a Wahoo fan and you in here, I don't care. P- book it. Go look at him in the track season this year. And he been he's gotten better with his consistency, man. He's been making plays. Um, this fall camp. I'm very proud of Demeek, man, because what he can do for this offense, how he opens a lot of things up with his pure speed, how he can just take, just take the top off the defense. He's he's scary fast. That Joker camera, and we knew this from years past. It's just you know he was like um, he just couldn't. He know how a lot of bit a little bit of can't get right. You know what I'm saying? Like what is going on? What you doing? Slow down. Calm down. Sit down. Hold on. But now he didn't slowed it down. Shout out to Coach Mills working with him as well. Like what I'm seeing out of Demeet. Um, but now I got to talk about, um, I hope I ain't forgetting. Now, look, if you're a player and you listen to this and I don't say your name, don't come looking for me, man, okay? I don't want no smoke. Don't come looking for me because I know how sometimes we get sensitive, you know. Then we got our over-reliable transfer, Malik Washington. He wearing number four. He remind me of Billy. He just, he, he weighed more than Billy. And this Joker, he like he nice too. I'm telling, I'm telling you, he. Oh, y'all saw this. So y'all saw the Twitter video today when he caught it with three fingers, right? 
caught the little corner route with three fingers with one hand. Malik is a stud, bro. He'll match up nightmare in the slot. So I'm excited about Malik. You know, he transferred from Northwestern. Real good size for the slot, you know. 5'8", like 195, real good weight. Runs good routes, very patient, understands uh, how to sit in the windows and zones. Um, He's going to be good for us this year. He's a good ball player, very good ball player. And then we got this freshman from Georgia. This joker, Jaden Gibson, nice. Capital N, capital I, capital C, capital E. Nice, nice. He going to play this year. I'm sorry. Hey, coaches, I'm telling y'all what to do. He playing this year. Hey, look, man, what he did in high school was ridiculous. How you have 5,124 career receiving yards in high school and 59 touchdowns? This joker had 1,900 yards as a senior after he had 1,800 yards as a junior. That's ridiculous to have that many yards. And he enrolled, you know, at UVA in January. We saw him in the spring game. If I'm not mistaken, he scored a touchdown. Did, did he score a touchdown in the spring game? I think he did. On the, on the short bang, on the goal line, I think that was him. Anyway, he nice. He going to be good, man. So make sure y'all remember that name, Mr. Jaden Gibson. Now, as a sleeper receiver, that I think is going to be Really good. Sleeper. And it's ironic he's wearing number one. Sidarian Harrison, who comes from the same high school as the heir of Dale Lavelle Davis Jr. R.I.P. to the young king. Yeah. From the same high school as Lavelle Davis Jr., he wears number one. And that joker, he was a he was a college quarterback. But he's a receiver now, and they got him playing in the slot as well. And all he do is get open. That's it. That's all Mr. Harrison does is get open and make plays. If you if 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 y'all was able to see practice, if you was able to see your, the scrimmages, number one, always making plays. Just make a play. That's just a nickname. Make a play, Harrison. That's it. So there you make a play, Harrison. He 5'9", 172, so he's not a real tall guy. But, again, he can operate in the slot, understands route concepts, understands um, the different zone windows, what to attack, when to stay put, when to transition to the next window, find the quarterback's eyes. He's a ball player. So both of those two freshmen, both of those two true freshmen or first years, I believe, will be getting significant playing time. Significant playing time, in my opinion. So those are how many receivers are named? Jr. Malik. I mean, not Malik. Yeah, Jr. Malik, Malachi, Demet, Jaden. So that's six receivers that are named. And we got some other ones too. Got some other ones too. Uh, Twitty still coming back from his um from his knee. Um. What's other buddy name? Um, Eli Wood. I like Eli. Eli make plays. We got some other guys too, man. So 
That's the receivers right there. That's 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 the offense. As far as offensive line, don't look for ball hawk to give you no insight on offensive line. I, I told you, I stay away from the big uglies. No, sir. Um, look, all I know is I need five healthy, five guys in cohesion, five guys who could protect, five guys who could drive off. I ain't going to get into the logistics of who started, who this, who that. People moving around. They being versatile. We got guys playing different positions. Guys get banged up. This guy in, that guy out. I ain't doing it. You ain't going to call ball hawk talking about nothing about the offensive line. No, no, not doing it. Hell no. No, 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 not doing it. No. Sorry. Mm-mm. We're not doing the petty hawk. Don't even try it. Yeah, I don't talk about offensive linemen. Can we get to the DBs? Yes, we can get to the DBs. Now, with the DBs, you know we had a couple of transfers. I think well, we had three DBs transferring, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Sam Westfall, he came from SMU. He plays corner. Um, Malcolm came from Clemson. Malcolm Green came from Clemson, went to Highland Springs. And then one of the homies, Tavon Kyle, he came from Iowa State. So we had three corners transferring. Look, man, we lost two all ACC corners. Let me say that one more time. We lost two all ACC corners. You remember before the season, we knew Gucci Man would be good. Like, because Gucci Man transferred the season before. We had struggles with the guys who graduated, who was here and was graduating. Made uh, Damani Brown look like Superman every time we played North Carolina. He had over 200 yards. Yeah. And then Fentrell came into his own last year. Fentrell made all ACC and went down to the damn Tomahawk country. Now he at Florida State. While Gucci Man with the Saints. Shout out to Gucci Man. So we got to replace two all-league corners. So between Tavon, uh, between Sam, between Malcolm, and I'm going to tell you all about this young freshman we got who I like too. Yeah, Dre Walker. When you talk about somebody who just go get C-ball, get ball, it ain't always pretty. Like, sometimes you could give him a little something at the top of your route, catch him leaning, you know, take his leverage away from him. But I tell you what, when that ball go up in the air, old Dre Walker, moonwalking to go get it. And he got some size. He's 6'1", so he got long arms. I like Dre Walker. I do. And you know how Coach Rudd do. You just never know who's going to play where. Um, Cohen King's playing corner now. He's not a safety anymore. He's playing corner corner. Cohen's he he he's finding a home. I know a lot of people. Oh my God, we're moving another safety to corner. It didn't work with Devonte, or it didn't work. But I look, come on, man, don't do that. I know y'all. I know. I know. I know. I know it. I can hear y'all. I can hear you. We hear you. But Cohen been looking. He been looking good. He been consistent, man. Yeah. He has. I'm not just saying that. He has. But I'm interested to see who's going to be the starter for the opening game versus Tennessee. Dre Dre Walker jumps out at me. He's still, you know, he's, you know, some technique flaws because he's young. 
But one thing you can't coach, and it's hard to keep off the field, somebody who go get the ball. Go give me an extra possession, son. Okay, coach. <laughs> he go do it. Safety position, we got a lot. And all them jokers could play. Um, first, I want to say Elijah Gaines is actually playing safety now. He's not playing corner anymore. He's playing safety. And also, Fish Grease, is, Fish Grease is still in the mix, too. My man, Willie Simpkins. Willie Beeman, he's still in the mix, too. But now we go to safeties. You got Clary. You got that the most athletic dude on defense. I don't know. Jonas might be the most athletic person. I don't know. Malachi athletic as hell, too. But Jonas might be pound for pound the most athletic dude on the damn football team. Jonas Sanker, he'll bite your mouth off when he hits you, and he'll go pluck it. He'll pick you. So you, you just pick your poison with Sanker. He's a ball player, man. He went to the Covenant School. See, that's called recruiting. Covenant School. Eight-man football. Go recruit, coach. I'm going to get Sanker. Go get him. Diamond in the rough. We don't care about your stars and your recruiting databases, okay? This kid's a player right here. 20, he can go. Trying to tell you. Who else we got to say? The Aiden. Aiden Ryan, he'll he'll lay the boom to you. He just been having like you know he be knocking himself out sometimes. I just need him, you know, relax. Um, another guy that that jumped out to me is having a good fall camp is Dave Harrod. You know he's a fourth year now for Fort Lauderdale. Dave having a good. He had a well since this is the last day of fall camp. I guess I could say, in my opinion, he had a strong fall camp. Um. But, yeah, the safety position is uh, pretty stacked because we will actually move Kyle in to play some nickel, you know. So if he plays nickel, then one of the safeties are impacted. Um, so if you got one of the corners coming to play the slot receiver, because a lot of times we would run three safeties. Like last year, uh, we would put Bratton on the slot and basically run like a three-safety look, if that makes sense, because even if it wasn't a slot, he would go back up on a hash. Um, so safeties, I feel comfortable with. I really do feel comfortable with our safeties. They all playmakers. You know, Clary uh, hit uh, a bite your face off as well. Um, linebackers, they may probably be the biggest question mark just because we know who Josh Ahern is. And we know the potential of James Jackson. When you talk about a scud missile that can fly around, that joker can run. You know, it's all about reading your keys, being patient, not overflowing, not guessing. But when it comes to just a playmaker at backer, he's that guy. Ahern is that old school backer, downhill, ready to knock everybody out, snot bubbles. You know what I'm saying? That's that's Josh Ahern. Uh, we got Lex Long, so Lex is playing some linebacker as well. If y'all didn't know, if y'all didn't know, so he wearing that three. Remember Anthony Poindexter played. I ain't saying he Anthony Poindexter, so don't kill me for that. But it's ironic that he was wearing three as a safety, and he's playing some linebacker. It's ironic because that's what everybody felt like Quentin Bland, Quentin, Quentin Bland should have did. Um, when he went, 
transition to the NFL was going to camps. They felt like he should have gained weight and probably played. Why is somebody trying to FaceTime me while I'm on freaking Twitter spaces? I'm using the phone. Stop. No, bruh. Yo, bruh. Like, really. I am I am on a podcast. Stop calling me. I'm ignoring you for a reason. Like, come on. Let me go. Let me. Hold on. Hold on. Do not disturb. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now, back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, so so Lex Long is playing some backer now. Um, got Stevie Bracey playing backer. Who else we got that I could think of? Don't kill me if I if I forget y'all name just off the top. I'm just having a discussion. I thought a lot more people want mics, but I could just keep rocking out. Trust me. I ain't got an issue. If you want a mic, request a mic. But if I'm doing a good job of just talking, you don't need to come over and talk, then that's good. Too. Oh, I forgot about Ethan Davies on offense, too. We know Ethan can play, too. I don't want y'all thinking Ethan Davies is not doing this thug thizzle. He is. Um, And also, Davis Lane Jr., I know I didn't talk about quarterbacks, and I didn't say nothing about him. Davis Lane is also playing safety now, if y'all didn't know. He's wearing number 29. So, yeah. Um, also, linebackers. Um, the young boy, Cam, Cam Robinson. I'm interested to see how his year plays out. That's another one. Oh, you know a receiver that do jump out? Oh, I know. My, my mind do this, man. Another receiver that jumps out to me at, at practice, when I watch practice, is K.J. Bratton. Like, either he fast as hell or he just, like, he get behind people quick. Shout out to KJ. Man, I just had to give you a shout out. You know, I'm a diminutive guy myself. You know, you like 5'8". I'm taller than you. So when I'm taller than somebody, I got to shout them out. You know, ain't too many people shorter than me playing football. And you one of the guys that's shorter than me. But you fast. So, yeah. I'm going to give you a shout out. Anybody that's shorter than me, always like, I used to shout out Billy all the time. You feel me? I'm shouting out Malik. He's shorter than me. All y'all shorter than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm tall. I told y'all I'm tall, man. Shoot. And Delaney Crawford's playing court, uh, receiver, too. We got to get that speed and space. So I know I forgot to talk about that. Um, so, yeah, man, that's a linebacker position, man. Uh, who do I feel like is going to be the starters? I feel like Josh and James will probably be the starters. If we, you know, if we go in two linebackers, if we go three, then Delaney – not Delaney. God dang it. Lex, I'll probably start because Lex is like a safety as well. So if they get caught in um formation situation, he could bump out and possibly play uh, over the slot and things like that. So I feel like it's between those guys. And things could change because you still got, what, a week at, what, two, a little over two weeks before the first game? So uh, let me get my man Jay Schwishin here. Uh, and then we got D-line. So D-line's the one position, in my opinion, barring injury, my my opinion. I don't know if y'all agree with me or not. It's one position I ain't worried about. I'm really not. Like, I, out of all the sacks we got last year, I think we got 30-some sacks. I think, like, 28 or 27 returned. And we got death. We got, like, eight legit guys on the line of scrimmage. And I know folks are worried about Chico Bennett, so let's go ahead and dress the elephant in the room. Chico Bennett. And I'm going to get to your hand, Jay Swiss. 
Chico Bennett. I don't know, and I could, I could verify I was there. I don't know what happened Saturday. But he played the scrimmage, played well in the scrimmage, was moving well, had some bad downs, doing this, doing what Chico do, showing versatility, doing this thing. Because I want to let y'all know, Coach was not capping when he said it was a freak situation. Coach talking, he addressing the team, addressing the alum that was in attendance for the scrimmage, all having a good time, ha-ha, kikiing, everything fine. Get a breakdown, who's, whatever, boom. All of a sudden, everybody just dispersed, and Chico just holding his knee. It's like, yo, what happened? It's like, I tried to stand up, I couldn't stand up. My knee just is like, no, I don't, uh-uh. It's almost like he stayed on the knee too long. And the knee had locked jaw like a pit bull. It just wouldn't straighten up. So, coach won't lie, y'all. I know a lot of people, a lot of times I don't disclose inside information, but I see some people kind of question, like, oh, my God, no, this it can't be right. That doesn't make any sense. It's the truth. I'll verify that. He was, he was fine. All scrimmage, after the scrimmage, took a knee, Coach was talking, tried to stand back up, just locked up on him. So that's Chico. Hey, Jay Swiss, what's up, man? What's good, Ahmad? Shout out to the podcast. Happy to be here. I haven't done a lot of my due diligence, unfortunately, on the team this season before heading in. But what I have seen is a lot of the polls and everything that have been going up and a lot of the writers and the websites I'm seeing have UVA predicted to finish last in the ACC. And I'm curious to you, someone who's you know been around the team and seen what this team has, do you think that the reason for the ranking being so low is because of questions coming off of last year? Is it because they believe we have a lack of talent on the roster? Or where, where do you really think all this uh, prejudice towards Virginia football being one of the worst teams in the ACC this year is coming from? Man, I've struggled with trying to rationalize with all these outside writers from Charlottesville and analysts that's not in Charlottesville picking us to be last, the worst, and guys saying we wanted the worst. We are the worst power five team in America. I don't get it. I really don't. So here's the thing. I understand we lost a lot of talent on offense. Like the receivers we lost, very talented. Didn't have their best year, but talent alone, up there. Quarterback we lost, record-breaking quarterback. Didn't have a good year, but we lost them. So you replace him with a quarterback that's coming from a, quote, smaller program with not a lot of fanfare, and then they like, well, who you who is he going to throw to? So, and then they feel like a lot of people don't like Coach Ketchens' scheme just because of the year Brendan put up before he got here. So I understand that. But I, I don't know, man. It's I think it's the easiest assessment. I think it's easy to say Virginia's going to be trash can juice versus saying I feel like Virginia can still win five or six games because they get more pushback from saying Virginia win four, five, six games. I say five or six, but win games versus they ain't going to win a damn game. Like nobody's – like they ain't going to get – they'll get argument from our fan base, but it won't be overall a lot of people. So it's, it's very easy because I can't understand – and look, I ain't trying to cast no Spurs, but you know, when you when you back against the wall, you gotta start pointing out people that's getting away with things. Georgia Tech, what did Georgia Tech do from last year that makes them better than UVA? I really want to know, like to them. I, that's why I want to ask: What did Georgia Tech do? 
what did Boston College do? Hell, what the hell did Virginia Tech do? I know they, I mean, don't get me wrong, they got a hell of a receiver from ODU. I get that. But they, like, who is their quarterbacks? Like, who are you? Like, really, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? But, hey, that's UVA for you. That's UVA sports. That's what they do to us. So, that's uh, my answer. I, I hear- yeah, I hear you on that, and I'm not I'm not too terribly sure if you can answer this because of the the politics behind it. But seeing what we saw, like you said, we lost our record breaking quarterback. We had NFL receivers on the roster. We we had a very good team on paper last year, and they just couldn't put it together. Now you've seen from the the practices and the, the spring games and the training and everything that the team, from what you've seen, has talent everywhere. And if they can put it together, they can be a very good and productive team. Now, do you think after this year, if we don't see any improvements from, you know, the playmaking aspect, wins coming in, players performing well, do you think we can start to put that more on the, the coaching aspect? Do you see a coaching change, maybe a coordinator difference coming in? Or do you think two years is enough time to really gauge that, especially having a new quarterback each year that your uh, Kitchens has been in? You had Armstrong and then now you've got Musket back there. Do you think that's enough time to really gauge what he's capable of doing with an offense? Yeah, that's a so that's a great question. I think that 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 gives that allows grace for a change not to be made because when you're looking at the offense, it's two different quarterbacks. But then again, people are saying, you know, I can see both sides of the coin as far as a coordinator. As a head coach, I don't think it's fair because based to me, he got like he's like a year and a half in. Like as when he got hired and, and when he was able to hit the recruiting trail, he was behind the eight ball. Like it was, you know, rushing, like trying to make up time. Um, to me, this is like his first full year of truly recruiting for the University of Virginia. And um, I know we're getting back to the, you know, win the state because if I'm not mistaken, like Virginia Tech had like like 12 or 13 Virginia signees um, this year and we had six or seven, something like that. Um, but – I don't know, man. It's it's one of the things like we in a we we are in a results based business. So to answer truly answer your question with my analyst hat on, you gotta see improvements. Like yes, wins and losses definitely count, but if the offense improves overall and they show flashes and they show they could be balanced and they could be efficient and they could cut down on turnovers, cut down on drops. And you show a vast improvement, even if you don't win as many games. Now, if they're only picking us to win zero, one, or two games, then you ain't got that much to do, really. Because if you win one or two games, then damn it, you improve by the naysayers. But based off last year, we took a step back because you look at the total wins and stuff. But it's going to be, um, that's going to be a tough evaluation if guys don't look better consistently because the talent is there yeah i think i think it's kind of harsh for uva fans and just like the national media overall to put this kind of stain on the program after the season they had last year because you know i I hate to make excuses but you had the tragedy that happened you have a first year head coach bringing in his new system and the whole offense just got to get arranged to that and then you have what happened happen and it, it just threw a real big loophole and any plans i think that they really had as a coaching staff to get that offense ready and to get you know, some solid production out of their players. So I think starting this year, I don't think you can really 
you know, even even in my opinion, if the offense has a, you know, average to below average, well, I won't say below average, but just an average to mid-year, I don't think you can really put that on the coaching staff because this, like you said, this is really their first recruit, like really first cycle in recruiting, really first chance to really get a full season under their belt with all their players and have a full off the field and on the field kind of focused mentality. So uh, I'm really curious. I think this is the, this is the year we'll really see what this um, coaching staff has really got to bring. Because I was excited when we brought him on. I thought, you know, having that championship culture coming from Clemson and having kitchens and everything, I thought we were going to really see some some flashes of real greatness. And then, of course, we had what we had happen. And then certain players on the offense just weren't – it wasn't really clicking for a lot of people. So I think I think this year is really going to open some eyes. You know, I think a lot of the naysayers are going to have their moments where like, oh, we told you so, but then you're going to have the moments to where, wow, maybe, maybe there is something here after all. Yeah, and it's, it's just one of the things – so – Here's the thing about Coach Tony Elliott. Um, great story. Just a great person. Like, you talk to him, he's a great person. But when it comes to football, when when you are assisting in a championship, within a championship organization, they're not going to give you credit. So they're trying to see if you can bring that with you. And one of the things that any person or coach has to learn, like when you go into a new setting, you really can't try to, duplicate or yeah try to duplicate where you come from you got to make it your own and I think he realized like the kids here are different than the kids at Clemson how you communicate with the kids here are different than how you communicate with the kids in Clemson they're going like when you're winning you're going to be more receptive if you're struggling you question the message because you feel like you're not getting the results that you want and that's in anything like I coach track if I coach a kid all week on certain techniques and do this coming out the blocks, do that. And we go through all these different um, workouts. And then the next track meet, that time doesn't get faster. That very next week, it's difficult for me to tell them to stay the course because they didn't see a result that kind of validates to them that they're ascending. You know what I'm saying? So when it came to Tony coming here, he's challenging the leaders because that's how they did it at Clemson. And a lot of times he's he's trying to like bring that mindset here, and these kids may be thinking like, "Are you making us UVA or Clemson 2.0?" In a sense, that's I'm saying this loose. I'm not saying this is what took place. I'm just trying to tap into the mindset of what might have took place, and the part it was a lot of mental warfare going on, and that's why you probably saw a lot of drops. Like mentally, sometimes the players just did not seem like they were there. And I'm not saying you got to coddle a player, you got to do this, but you got to meet a player where they at. And that's what me speaking to him, if I could be transparent, and I think he said in an interview, he learned that he still had, he had to change up his approach to the players here. And everybody's different. And you just can't assume that it worked on this side, it's going to work on that side. So I think he's gotten better at meeting players where they at, understanding what what really gets them going. Like some guys, you got to chew their ass out and they give you a great response. Another player, you chew his ass out, he's going to tank. And ain't he soft. It's just that doesn't work for them. Like me personally, if a coach cussed at me, I got so pissed off that a coach had the nerve to cuss at me in front of folks that I would envision their face on the body of the player and I try to do something bad to it. And while they cheering, I'm like the water boy. Like, why are you cheering? I just did that to you. But then you got other people that don't, they don't, they, they, you know, man, don't be talking to me like that, man. Forget that. I ain't doing nothing. 
You ain't going to embarrass me. No, I ain't doing nothing. Since you want to holler at me, I ain't doing nothing. Not realizing you ain't hurting the coach by pouting and not doing nothing. You hurting yourself. You know? So, yeah, man. So, uh, what is it, 648? Um, I want to get into the schedule because I think this is what I learned. Shout out to Bronco Hall. I learned a lot about the um, – the uh, what can I? What what's the best way I can say it? How to set up fights correctly in order to be successful? Because Bronco tried to tell folks when you trying to take a program from one level and elevate it to the next, how you schedule games is very important. And we seeing this year how we schedule games could be bad. Because this schedule ain't no punk. I mean, even the teams that used to be, let's circle the wagons and circle the game and run it up, these ain't the same programs no more. Like, jam you second game, dub, back in the day, dub. How many we going to win by? 30. Get ready to play, Rook. I'm out by halftime. We're going to smash them. Not no more. Don't nobody got us beating jam you. Like, I'm giving y'all the real. That's how you know times done change. JMU versus UVA. Did JMU beat UVA in basketball? I'm trying to think. Did we lose them in basketball? J-Swiss, you know? Oh, J-Swiss dropped back down. Anyway, I hope not. So, yeah. Somebody let me know in the in the chat, man. But anyway... Yeah, so we playing JMU. I, oh, so so so, oh, oh, oh. so Tennessee on the road in Nissan in a pro stadium, new quarterback. They got new quarterback too, but they quarterback played last year. This dude, dude is a freak. Everybody think he the next Anthony Richardson. Melt. I mean, what's his name? Melton. Come on, man. We got to melt him. That D line got to get home. They got a good. They got to go off his line though. I ain't gonna lie. I've been scouting them already. They got to go off his line. I know they lost that big fight, big that uh, Belitnikov receiver. I get that. They got some weapons. He ain't hitting Hooker. But the Joker got a scud of an arm. I hope he throw a bunch of radio balls, balls you hear but don't see. I hope a lot of them go incomplete or hit a couple of our defensive backs in the chest. That's what I hope. So, but, you know, Looking at our schedule, man, they picked the wrong time to do this, man. We playing JMU. I ain't scared of JMU because I'm an old school guy, right? But you got to respect JMU. And what, like, they've been the most successful program in the state of Virginia in the past, what? I mean, they won a national championship at their level. I know we won the Coastal, but they won a national championship at their level. That's just 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 what it is. And everybody got them beating us. I mean, you look at all the aficionados, they got us losing the first five. So we play Tennessee in Nashville, 12 o'clock. Then we play JMU, 12 o'clock game here at the Scott. Then we go to Maryland. It's a, sh- it's a short week because we play them on a Friday night. And y'all don't know nothing. This, these young boys don't know nothing about Collie Park. Collie Park different. Collie Park are different. They they different. 
Yeah, so it was a 20. Oh, okay, 2001 jam you beat UVA at jam. I remember that. See, thank you. Thank you, uh, Bama Who. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, Too Quick sent me to, y'all on it, man. Y'all on it. That was 2021 I was thinking about. Okay. Um, But, yeah, so we play Maryland at Maryland. It's a short week. So, all right, so you play Saturday. It's going to be a short week. You play Saturday, go in Sunday, watch film, or you may not even watch film. You got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to practice. Thursday's a travel day. Then Friday you play in Maryland. Now, the good thing about that is we back at home the next Friday. We welcome back Brendan Armstrong. A 7.30 Friday night game here at Scott Stadium. Then we travel to Boston College. All the aficionados don't have us winning a single game. Now here's now here now here's the here's the question to me. I mean, question from me to them. Those same folks were saying Brendan Armstrong is some trash can juice. Right? And everybody joke coaching nine is offense. Those same aficionados. So you got NC State coming here, and now those two dudes y'all claim trash can juice supposed to beat this defense. This defense. This defense. Think about that. Coach 2J also saw the Coach 2J, my guy, offensive line coach there at NC State. Think about that, bro. Y'all talk bet. I'm talking when I say y'all, I'm talking about the aficionados that I got served. Shut the hell up, juice, because they on the list. I got a tab for y'all. I'm a, I'm I'm talking about. I'm spending a lot of cash to serve y'all ass. Shut the hell up, juice. At the end of the year, I can't wait. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm ready to spend this money on shut the hell up, juice. I'm gonna get y'all address. I'm telling you, give me size. I'm gonna send shirt. Take a picture of it. I'm gonna put it up because y'all gonna y'all gonna need all of this. And I know Brendan got this. I know. Look, I know Brendan got this game scheduled. Like, circle. He ready. All y'all that booed him when he threw the pick twelve, and I know y'all played the lottery that damn day. He ready. He he won. Ooh he ooh he ready. He ready. Coach and I. Ooh he. Coach and I gonna throw to the damn tackle first play of the game. Gonna say and what? That's the name of the play. And what on three? Break. Throw to the tackle. And what? Let me add my dog, OG. And then when we go to Boston College, Chestnut Hill. Man, what the heck? Like, Zay Flowers gone. What does Boston College got, bro? Like, how are they, like, is it that bad? When y'all look at us on paper compared to them, is it that damn bad? Like, what are we doing? Boston College? We just going off of last year to this year. Not historically none of that. But damn, we can't even beat Boston College. Then you got Mike coming back. You know what I'm saying? When Mary got high expectations. You feel me? OG who favorite word? Expectation. Hey. Yeah. Mike come here. Hey, Mike, give us that dub player. You know what I'm saying? But then you got folks saying, oh, man, even they could beat UVA. Mike, he, hey, Mike coming for blood. Because <laughs> last time we was here, we put blood in his mouth. I'm talking about beat that. Beat breaks off him. And that young quarterback he had. But, you know, this schedule, man, 
North Carolina, what did North Carolina beat us by like three last year? Then we went into four overtimes with Miami last year. Y'all still drinking that damn Miami juice. The hell with Miami. And they go necklaces and rings and stuff. Georgia Tech, after that, at Louisville. At least a Louisville fan said UVA always play as tough, so there ain't no guarantee win. Salute to Louisville. Duke, Duke got a good team. I ain't going to lie to you. (laughs) Duke's one of the few teams to me really punched us in our mouth last year. Like, he shot Heisha downhill. I was like, oh, stop punching me. Stop. That was one of the teams last year. I was like, God, they do be like punching us in the face hard. And then that, that diarrhea team coming here. The end of the year. So that's the schedule. And we we need you need more cupcakes, man. When you're trying to get back, trying to climb out the hole. Ain't enough cupcakes on the schedule. James Madison and Women Mary ain't cupcakes no more, man. Out of all years. How come we I don't want to say no team because I don't want them coming after me. But OG man, what's what's your thoughts, man? Yeah. You already know what's good. What's good with you, man? I'm chilling, man. I, I mean, you know, I got tampered expectations. <laughs> but at the same time, you feel me? Them shit still there. They still there, man. You know, you see all the these little analytic people behind these blue checks with dogs and cats as they Twitter, X profile picture, whatever you want to call it, man. Oh and eleven, uh, one and eleven, and oh, so wait a minute. So, so everybody in here a Virginia fan, capital all day, every day. What what your prediction is this year? What's the record? Hey, I got us winning at least five to six games. Coming back from last season, coming back from last season when we lost three plus games, less than three possessions. Come on now, that ain't nothing but some fine tuning. You got the same defensive coaches who got bruv the bag that went to Florida. You feel mm. me? Mm. That, hey, that, that won't on accident. It won't because they was on the field all the time. That came from production. That came from real teaching. That shit came from real coaching. Mm. That's what that came from. And it changed. And I, I don't expect it to change. You got the young guys who've been there. And at the same time, like I asked a question in the group chat, I'd be scratching my head. I'm like, hey, man. I see a lot of these young boys shining. Mm-hmm. So did they hit on the targets or did the roster get better? That's some real mind play. You know what I'm saying? Because oh. all the way around, I feel like if you you can win games of taking what the defense gives you. Last season, for instance, what game was that? The Illinois game? You cannot have six turnovers in the first half and have like no points. Three points. Get in the red zone four times, you have no points. You cannot do that. That is an automatic L in any category. If you take what five of the six sack leaders coming off the defensive line returning, if you take what they give you, oh, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care who out there. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it don't matter. Like everybody picking JMU over us. Man, cuz, go ahead on with that. With that false navigation. Um, <laughs> with that. Who do you think y'all will beat Miami? I think we stand a good chance. Miami is they they ain't they ain't done nothing to prove to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Escape with a W last year. They escaped with it. We play Hold Miami. On Hold on one second. When I feel like we when we play Miami, we play Miami the toughest. Every year when we play Miami, it's a good game. It don't be habitual blowouts. 
Yeah, don't be a blowout. I mean, they got all them five-star offensive linemen. Them boys young. They can put them in there. We got five of the six returning defensive linemen. That's grown-ass men. So we're going to knock up front. Games can be won in the that's, – that's where games are won, in the trenches. And shout-out Coach Hef. Hey, hey, don't be walking in no drills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get, get your ass, don't be walking in no drills. That's what we need. Just, we need hand technique, fighting. Get the boys out there fighting in the trenches again. Like we want people, like we want a university that put out consistent NFL product linemen. I mean, back to back to back to back to back. Even Luke Barocco, they don't even know who the hell he was. But he okay. damn sure got his space on the Cowboys. Okay, I'm back. Now, what'd you say about Miami again? Hey, look, I got I, I to gotta be in a good game. That's a toss-up for me. A lot of these games are toss-ups. Even with Duke, you know what I'm saying? Duke, they got a solid roster, but again, that's still a top, a, a toss-up. We owe them one, so we got that money. We got but, that but Hold on. Wait a minute. Was that a mod that say five or six games? How many? How much you got to win? Nah, that, that, like that, that, was that, that was me. No, nah, that was me that said five. Oh, no, nah, I said five or six. No, nah. nah, he got Yeah, he got I right. said five to six, too. I said five to six wins, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give or take, that's five to six wins. And that's that's less night and day from what you was last year. Again, when you only had what two or three wins, and you got two cancels, and then you add in the fact that you so lost what was multiple record games. Last year? Well, how many games we won? We won two or three games last three. year. Yeah, we won three games, and oh, you had okay. two cancel, and then you lost three plus games by a possession, a possession or more. You know, you, you got to win the turnover battle. We got to just minimize mistakes and just play basic football. Play fundamentally sound football. Take what they give you. You give me five, I'll take five. You give me three, I'm going to take three. <laughs> then we going to earn that last little bit. You know what I'm saying? You got to take what they give you. So that's how I feel about that. You know, I ain't expecting a lot, but I'm expecting a lot more, a lot more buy-in. I saw a lot more togetherness. I saw a lot more everything. So, you know, I'm ready for the season. Y'all ready. Tennessee, they can Tennessee can think it's a joke. They've been they've been on Joe Milton's, you know what? That that's cool. I'm cool with all that. But I'm here to tell you, in America, on especially on this Twitterverse, they will build your ass up to tear you down immediately. And I'm down to start, I'm down to push the little TNT mic down to blow that up. <laughs> week one. Yep. I heard all about him. He could throw a football nine hundred yards, but that boy can't throw. He ain't got no accuracy. I've been watching. Oh yeah. We own him. Throw them just wild if you want to. Them little young DBs, they are, them boys out there hungry. They hungry. So, yeah, man, we got, we got to be ready. I ain't, I ain't sleeping on that. Tennessee got a whole brand new offensive line. First my season defensive line. Now, they, I, they think, I think Tennessee returned um, pretty much all. Like, they returned um, a great bit, I think. Well, not mistaken. That's a, hey, even still, it'll be a fight up front. I don't got us folding like that. And then I think I think with the depth that we have at that position at the defensive line, that's good enough to wear a solid offensive line. I agree line with down. that. I agree you know with what that. I'm right there. Yeah. By the time you get the third down, you bring a fresh body in there like Terrell Jones, who's looking like he's 37, <laughs> but he really got them 19 and a half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it get a little hard. It get a little different. You know what I'm saying? You come off the ball different. Your pad height different. Everything change. Hey, OG, yo. I'm looking at the schedule. Where you see them five wins at? I mean, you I got, can tell you. I can you tell you the five JMU. wins. I can tell yeah, you the five for wins. For real, I ain't gonna beat around the bush. We ain't gonna be funny. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'll circle JMU. I'll circle NC State. I'll circle yep. Boston College. I'll circle yep. Wilmer Mary. I'll circle yep. North Carolina. I'll circle yep. Georgia Tech. Yeah. Louisville be and, a toss and, and, up. <laughs> we get circle Virginia Tech. They just as ass, man. What you, you know what I'm saying? Like what? Yeah. Like, You'll be trying to like, play. I just That's... can't I just can't look at the schedule and see like I could see like Tennessee and Maryland beating us. I could see that. Like I looking at them, I could see that. I know you're a Miami guy. I ain't y'all just ain't really just drug drugged us in the last couple of years. Yeah, even man. like last year, y'all was supposed to drug us, and it was a nasty yeah, but game. Do you see? Do you see what we got from this year to last year? Yeah, but y'all always like that, bro. Y'all roster yeah, always I, better than like every this. time. Oh, oh. so so when I we like so hold on, I'm all right. So two years ago, when y'all missed the field goal, y'all roster was way better than ours. Way better. Go no, look at that no, roster listen, again. I, and and I agree with you on that. That's why when these people be saying, oh. Miami getting three stars and this and that, no stars. But I, I'm trying to tell them, like, listen, we're losing to teams with three stars and not mm-hmm. in the top 25 ranking. So you feel what I'm saying? Y'all always, we're more talented probably than anybody except, what, uh, Clemson and Florida, Florida State? State? Yeah, that's a and fact, we've been bro. having more talent than Florida State lately. Still, you see what they did. Because y'all get more, I, who get more IMG guys? Is it y'all or Florida State? Is, who get them? They do? Uh-huh. Florida State didn't have their people, but they ain't pan out. We get IMG. I mean, we got Francis Magoa, the five-star uh, tackle. Yeah. But, you know, we had Redding, but Redding really ain't doing that. So, mm. Okay. But they go everywhere, though. Not just Miami and Florida State. Nah, but that, I mean, that's just who I see. Because we just go off paper and last year and feel. Like, it's still early. I mean, it's just right. fall camp, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody got no game film yet, so I don't know how Muss is going to look. I don't know how offensive line is going to look. I don't know how our receiver is going to pan out or how our back's going to gel. Um, so, with everybody playing guesses, but to say UVA won't win a single game like Boomer did, like, come on, dog. Like, you going to have me cussing up here. But, but yeah. I'm, shocked you said, I'm shocked you said NC State, though. Yeah, man. Why you man. shocked? Hey, right. I'm, I'm For asking, real. I, why, why you shock? I said NC State. Because they got a defense. But you're right. They kind of don't got it out. But that defense kind of. Was that defense, was, was defense better than ours? Last year? Yeah. No. Nah, and it wasn't even close. Mm, at the beginning, and, and, they kind of fell off. Uh uh, uh uh, uh uh. So you nope, said. From beginning to end, and that was not close. I'm just trying to understand. All. All, all I ever try to do is understand like somebody's logic and, and see their logic and then see if I can incorporate questions to kind of see if they're going to so, wave off of it or if they're going to see what I'm saying. Okay, but you lost your what? But you lost Cypress, though, to Florida State. So, you know, we, like lost both our, we, lost, we lost both of our ACC. We had one to, the, one, to the, one to the NFL, but we replaced them with two qualified uh, uh, all-conference Big 12 corner and a uh, uh, national championship all-ACC rookie of the year corner. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, with the coach that got that boy the bag, you feel me? Shout out to him, big time. I, I'm with that. He he earned that. He deserved that. That's what he want to do for his life. But at the same time, that show don't stop for real. I'm, I'm a believer in Tavon Cowell and Malcolm Green, Will man. Simpkins. Hey, 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 them boys got some DBs. OG and Ahmad. Yep. Listen, man, 
I ain't think it was a Virginia fan out there. Boy, y'all in here doing y'all thing. Man. <laughs> hey, look. You don't be listening to the roll-up? <laughs> hey, look. You don't be listening to the big three, the roll-up? Yeah, but, you, yeah. I've I mean, been on the roll-up like five or six times, bro. I'm part of that little extension of little network. It, but you never, I never checked it out. That's so yeah, you, man. you live in Florida? No, I live, in, I live in Virginia. I'm in Richmond right now, standing in the yards. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, ain't that no with Virginia fans out though. Yeah, man. man that's hold on, man. Go he ahead, cut it out, dog. Cut it out. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> not on the spaces I did. I mean, I, did my first time seeing this. That's why I follow. Nah, up. nah. I've been, I've been getting active. Yeah, I be having jokes years. too, man. Got to pop in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. we real oh. out here. OG stood me up last week. Where was the space at? Uh-oh. I was at the be. I was at the beach last week. I was bent half the week. Yeah, he broke now. He got to work some overtime. They spent all his money. I sure did this week, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I sure did this week. Hey, hey, big homie. How, how many games you got Miami winning, bro? What you what you been seeing from them this fall this fall camp? Nine or ten. Okay, okay. What do you? My question is, how much improvement? Are you going to be expecting from your offensive line with your head coach being oh, the offensive dramatic. line and Fishy Arnado and he done brought in all these five star offensive linemen? Mm. Pancakes. Pancakes. Ah. I better see it. I, I better <laughs> see it. I'm trying start. to tell you. No, no. Pancake ain't starting, man. <laughs> My goal going to start at that right tackle. Pancake, he, he in a two deep, though. Because we're going to test him. We're going to test them. Yeah, no, nah, the line will be uh, way better. Light years better. Hey, you in TVD, you got him You got him finally being with the media. See, hey, look, you see what they did to TVD? That's what they're going to do to Joe Milton. You watch what I tell you. Mm. Everybody talking about Joe right now, ain't it? Tyler Van Dyke, hey, TVD. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Hey, that's cra- hey, yo, that's crazy. I forgot all about him, bro. Yep, they build you up to break you down. I'm That's telling you, we're gonna put the cord right to the back of Joe Miller. I remember coming to last year, buddy. he was he was that guy coming to last year. Then Buddy from North Carolina made was like, nah, may yeah. I have this dance, please? Yep. And Drake May gonna go Drake May gonna go through the same thing. What they got what they got? Jordan Travis way over him too. Mm. Hey, he Before nice though. Quarterback. Yeah. Hey, Jordan Travis nice though. Jordan Jordan oh. Travis big nice. He just got to go out there and play his game, man. I don't know. He, last year, we ain't going to make no excuses, but he, he'll be back this year. I got faith in him. You got faith? No doubt. No, I like I like him, though, man. I like Me him too. as a QB. Hey, I think he'd got- be all right. Yeah, but I think we improved at every position on the field, every position group on the field, mm. both sides. Everyone. Everyone. Who y'all OC? Uh, Dawson from Houston. Yeah, I'm going on the stretch. I feel, I feel as if the quarterback position for me watching what I done watched live. I mean, at the 50, I had my arms over the the concrete wall. Hey, look, I feel like we got better at the quarterback position, only for security reasons and purposes. Hold on, you know what you say, OG? I, I, say it I again. Feel like, I feel like we got better at Who is the quarterback we? position. UVA. Uh-oh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm coming in nuclear. And, it ain't, and there's no shot towards Brennan. Brennan, he played great within that system. You know what I'm saying? No, you mean within the other system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I said that oh, one. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? He's a he, he's a good quarterback. I'm not and that's not a knock on him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's always had that turnover bug. We've mm-hmm. always had that turnover bug. And one thing that I noticed with both of them is even the young boy, man, even the young boy, he on the list today. That that Jones shocked me. I was like, "Damn, they listed the backup quarterback as t- as top 10 incoming freshman." I'm like, "Hold on." Hey, hey, hey! You know, you That's, know who they, they, they ain't, man. You, you know who they ain't seen yet. Who? It's a Harrison. Yeah, hey, look, I, I've seen been seeing them yet. things, man. Hey, look, seen hey, one yet? He, he playing for a special reason too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna t- tell you, he from that boy land too. Hey, mm-hmm. look, he for real. Yeah, that's why people thought I was joking when I was asking the question. Like, hey, look, mm-hmm. hey, look, man. Did, so did the recruiters get it right? That's what I'm exactly. Or did the roster get better? Exactly. <laughs> Which no, one is it? But here's the thing: <laughs> like, I can see how recruiters, no, not recruiters, but I can see how these publications look at players and read their bios. Like, if you look at like if you look at Harrison's bio, it don't jump out to you. Cause he played, mm-hmm. he was just an athlete. He was playing quarterback. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing trying this, to figure out. That. I'm but, trying to figure out how did y'all dodge Clemson and Florida State? We played them. I think we played like them every year. other year. Yeah, yeah we played, we played them next, next year. year. Yeah, with the setup, and I ain't no doubt. Last time we played we Florida, can't wait for that. Last time we played yeah. Florida State, we gave them a slug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> we we waiting on that. You don't think I want to go to Clemson and show them what they get? They lost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to go back there. You, you feel me? We got to put up some type of fight. Shit, let them know you fighting for the boy. Yeah, we got to get our lick back versus Miami last year. That joint was so crazy. Oh no, it ain't gonna be this year though. Yeah. Nah, not this year. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, we I'm, like, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, we we like to post up in Miami, though. We, you yeah, know what I'm saying? the old stadium. That's our stadium. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all be posting you up, know? but it, it, it won't be to celebrate. It won't be to celebrate. Okay. Hey, what my, hey, what, uh, what my boy said, man? What's his name, man? I can't think of his name. Man, the offensive lineman. He made the video. In oh, the man, Delonzo. Yeah, no, not Mandy, man. He played on. Uh, he was on the offensive line. Oh, he said offensive. Chris Glazier. Line. Chris Glazier. I'm talking about Chris yeah. Glazier when he Chris made the Glazier video. Jr. They was in the locker room. Yeah, he was like, hey, Miami, kind of feels like home, you know. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> hey, we go down there and we party. That's our home. We know where to go eat. We man. know where to go club. Man, he talking crazy, you know you big homie. He going. He going at you, big you know, homie. You feel me? Like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, this, this, I, got, I got a, I got a scope prediction. What's up? Dang. My, Miami 56, Virginia 10. 56 God, points? Yeah. And 10? Y'all want to score 56 points? On yeah. a top 15 defense? <laughs> Woo! I'm with it. Hey, what about the man <laughs> said? What's that? They be smoking to Cal. Nah, man, it'll be fifty-six to ten. Y'all say that every year. Y'all about to play as though y'all be swimming down. Y'all nah, gonna smoke? Well, I ain't never dudes. told you. I'm telling you, fifty-six to ten. Last, last year, what was your prediction before we played? You remember? Oh, I knew it was. I didn't even think we was gonna win. Last, it was terrible last year. I didn't think we was gonna win that game. Oh, okay, man. When everybody look at us, they, they automatically counted for a W. They automatically just assume. All I know is, is the right. Soccer game last year. It was a soccer game. Let me. Let me. Matter of fact. 
Let me let me uh take a look at Boomer again because I want to get pissed off. Patty Hawk about to go off on him again because that fool, that damn ceiling in the goddamn floor, the hell. I mean, all of them. We might well go go off on unnecessary roughness. All of them. All Who y'all quarterback Don't don't none Tony of them do they do. Don't none of them do no due diligence. I thought Armstrong was y'all quarterback. Nah, he no, NC sir. State. Nah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did go to. So that's why y'all saying y'all gonna be NC State because he. so 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 beat them regardless. Hold on, so Boomer got Miami going. The ceiling is six and six, and the floor is four and eight. He disrespected y'all too. Damn. He don't know. He don't know no ball, man. If he's saying <laughs> six, I'm saying, I, can, man. I can give you six wins off the top, uh, the top of my head, mm. like guaranteed wins. Damn, guaranteed. Is it Virginia? Is it Virginia? Yeah, you know Virginia went up. You know Virginia went up. You know that's why he said it like that. That's why he said it like that. That's why he said it like that. You knew Virginia was one of That's why he said Gary. That's why he said, you want me to list yeah. them? <laughs> Double down on yeah. it. No, nah, but, nah, but seriously, though, uh, Miami of Ohio, Bethune-Cookman, uh, Temple, uh, where are we where I'm at? Three? Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston College, um, Georgia Tech, and last but not least, uh, the, the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers. So he got Boston mm. College ceiling at 10 and two. What the hell does Boomer see in Boston yeah, you College? Don't need, you don't even need to read that no more. Their ceiling is 10 and two? I think, I don't know. I think that just, it ain't dude Phil back. Is that dude Phil Jakovic back? No. Nah. His 29th year, or is he somewhere else? I think he now, gone. Now, Phil Jakovic went to um, Pittsburgh. And so who who is who is BC quarterback? I don't know. Some transfer. Another transfer. From where? <laughs> I think, I think did the Pittsburgh quarterback transfer the. the you uh, talking the, about the uh man? What's the Slatsky's Deli? What's his damn name, man? Yeah, I think uh, they swap quarterbacks. Man, what's his damn name, man? Slatsky's Deli, some some foul like that, man. I know who you talking about though. The boy from Pitt, man. If they swap quarterbacks, they 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 equal. The fact they that equal. this fool got Arsillon. <laughs> As one win, we the only team with a ceiling like that. I'm a headbutt him when I see him. No, nah, I give y'all uh, Will, Will, we're talking about Will, Maryland, James Madison. But didn't y'all lose to James Madison last year? Nah. No. We ain't playing oh. last year. No. Nah, lost to James Madison. I almost lost to him. Nah. basketball in 21. They solid, though. They tech, solid tech lost to JMU a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, Tech did. Yeah, I was there for that. At, at Jamie, that hey Boomer, at hey Boomer, when I see you, Patty Hawk, gonna headbutt you and give you a damn Patty Hawk shirt, okay? I'm, I mean, I'm gonna headbutt you hard too. And I then, ain't really ain't gonna headbutt you. I don't want you to think I'm trying to threaten you on this oh, app. Jamie, you ain't gonna slouch game though. I know that. Oh, uh, that was ranked at one point. No, yeah, Jamie, you know, look, Jamie, a little bit. Jamie, you yeah. trying to come for the yeah, throne? They got some. They got so, some. They so got some talent for sure. Uh, who y'all like to win the ACC though? Uh, for me, who I like to win the ACC, the I think dog. Clemson. I think Clemson gonna do it. That boy Clay uh, K. Clubbernick, he's the truth <laughs> in the booth. I don't know how they keep getting them, but hey, look, buddy is the truth. I seen them last year. All right, what they game went you a, man? They went ahead and threw DJ in the trash for the boy <laughs> with the quick what, what they, with the quickness. With what the game quickness. you seen him in? I wanted at the end of the year. What he game? What? I can't think what game it was. I know it was at the end of the year and he got in. Yeah, and, yeah. That and, was and look back. Was, I know he got in no um not noted. What's um North Carolina Congress game. Yeah. 
I don't know, but they 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 snatched. What DJ game did they play? Was they it look back? Who did they play? In oh shucks, man, they played somebody that was like indoors. It was a dome game, but he came in late and was throwing darts. Anyway, oh, yeah. Syracuse with a Syracuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah might have been. I don't know. Don't get me lying. I don't know, but hey, look, but buddy, buddy got it in him, man. He he's he's the ne- he is next up for All right. sure. All right, got like five more minutes, man. Um. Elon, I see you just came up. Did you have any questions? And Craig, did you have anything, any questions or any thoughts on the season before we wrap this up? My man Joe Bisbing yeah. in the building. What's up, my man? Lift himself. I call I just him Bisbing. <laughs> if uh, what you thought about the uh, the young cat uh, Anthony Calandria? Yeah, man, playmaker. Um, I call him a backyard again because it's like playing in the backyard. You know, like when you blitz him. He just make nothing into something. So he definitely is pushing uh, musket, though, like Coach said. Hey, he ain't lying, man. He the future. Yeah. Them back throw they, they nice. them back shoulder throws off the back foot, off rolling off the pocket in the juke. Yeah. Hey, look, man. Hey, look, man. Hey. Hey. The people, people think he being funny. You know what I'm saying? When you see the headline. That Anthony is pushing Tony. Oh, what, what they missed on their FCS target? No, nah. nah, man. Anthony hey, good. Is that damn good. Did you not see in the spring game that like 40-yard dart that he threw down the middle of between two people that had Jay, that hit Gibson in the chest? Like, hey, look, some of them throws that he be making is way too effortless. Yeah, he got a big league on for sure. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Hey, we got one. I, I be commenting on this shit all the time. Future King. That's it. Our our, our leader, future leader. Hey, uh, you up next. Too Doug quick. Out. Too quick. Got his hand out. What's up with you, my guy? What's good, Hawk? How you living, man? I'm good, bro. Appreciate you. Hey, ain't no problem. I got a question kind of for you, OG, and the rest of the people in the speakers. What do y'all think about the state of the ACC right now? And if you guys can make a decision, what would y'all do to either save it or, like, you think we kind of destined to implode? Oh no, we ain't going to implode. There's too many championships running around here from all the sports. Then you got yeah, from think different about schools. We just looking at it from football. You got to look at basketball. Yeah, that's what makes it tough. I mean, yeah. I, even even other sports. I mean, in football, you know, you got Clemson who has been in like eleven out of thirteen last. You know, what I'm saying whatever. Yeah, you look Florida at Florida State coming back. Miami at, could come back. Look at you soccer. Know? You look at baseball. Yeah. Like yeah, it's it's a lot of stock in other sports that. So I don't think it's going to implode. I think the deal could get better, but that comes with the people at the table. But in my opinion, if it was me out here, what I would do is I would go ahead and add the Stanford and the Cal and every other year you had a conference championship in Vegas. Hell, everybody can meet me out that jump. We're going to party. But I do think you know them, them, them schools definitely dipping. Though. I ain't going to Yeah, they, yeah they, they want to. Yeah, they want to. They getting the hell you out know? of Dodge. I would add Tulane. I'd add SMU. My boy Joe, Joe Joey B, you out there? Hey, that oil money is for real. Hey, look up that the steaks y'all eating out there is for real. That oil money is serious as hell. Oh yeah, SMU can come on, come on <laughs> down. That that TV revenue. Well, they got people that's ready to pay the school two hundred million. Oh just yeah, they to, got just they to got, take that. They got NIL ready. <laughs> what? Ready? Like, no, nah, man. They 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 high school football stadiums is better than some of our college hey, stadiums in Virginia. And while we talking about this, Petty Hall just want to say this, man. I want to say this because I'm gonna wrap this up, and I just 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 gotta get it off my chest. So when folks talk about like recruiting, right, and we always talk about 
the team down the street and recruiting and how to do it. Let me tell you something. One thing I can say about the team down the street compared to us. They ain't got they 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 don't operate on morals. That's all I'm gonna say. So when it comes to getting recruits, they don't operate on morals. Who was the team down the street for y'all? Virginia Tech. They don't operate on morals when it comes to recruiting. They ain't afraid to, you know what I'm saying? I like they yeah. and and the King of Diamonds and stuff. Yeah. They'll make yeah. it rain a little bit. Yeah. That was that was Fuente and his crew, bro. <laughs> nah, man, he won't make it nothing rain. <laughs> He was out there. He was out there in the back rows of Texas selling. No, I'm just saying, man. They ain't afraid to really. They ain't. They not afraid to really push the boundaries, quote unquote, other nil. You know what I'm saying? Like our school gonna try to do it right, and when you try to do it right, it takes some time before everybody understand. Like, oh, okay, because these recruits looking for that now, and how we operate, it don't come like right now. It's like gradually over time. You know what I'm saying? So. That's that's why you see some guys going down the street. A lot of people ain't gonna tell you the truth. They just gonna be like, "Well, you know, it's because of this." Now, the facilities do play a role, though. I ain't gonna lie, and we get we upgrade them. But though I like the bag man, don't make a difference. Bag man, hey, look, man, I done seen people in apartments with Teslas. That's all I got to say. So, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, all I got with that one. Hey man, get Fontel out of there. Yo, they, as long as they take care of Fonte, I know he behind enemy lines and they taking care of him. He having is, fun. Man. He having he having too much damn fun. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. <laughs> get him. Get him oh, out sir, of there. He the king of Blacksburg right now, bro. Hey, fun, hey, look, hey, you that blind? Hey, look, he having too much fun. Shout out to Fonte, though, man. But look, Shout man, out the dog. Appreciate, appreciate everybody for for tapping in today, man. I'm gonna try to do another space sometime next week, or at least before. The Tennessee game. I mean, I know I do my recorded uh, preview and stuff like that, but I want to try to do at least one UVA theme Twitter space. And just depends on what OJ who OG who gonna do his because I don't want to do it on the same day. You can't overlap oh, yeah. like that. So you know, but I appreciate everybody for tapping in, man. Um, make sure you uh, follow all the speakers. Follow me, the host. Um, oh yeah, Elon, you had something else? Oh, you were just waving by. No, I was just waving by. I appreciate y'all doing the space, man. Yeah, no problem. And uh, yeah, definitely appreciate appreciate Big Homie for for tapping in. You know, showing this hurricane some love. I, look, I'm never against other fan bases coming in my space and bigging up their teams that we play because that's what it's all about, man. So I appreciate you, and I follow you back too, Big Homie. Why? Yes, sir. Hurricanes. There you go. And until next time, man. <laughs> Wahoo, wah. You know how we do. We getting ready, man. What'd you say? OG, who gonna go down to Tennessee? What we gonna do down there, dog? Okay, he left. That's how we're going to end the show. (laughs) Y'all be easy, man. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.